get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 129 of the What Up Though podcast. And we are uh, not really celebrating, but acknowledging the fact. That's exactly what I was going to say. We're acknowledging. (laughs) uh, Acknowledging the fact that we are. uh, This is our third official year of podcasting. Three years, man. Like, you know, what's crazy about that shit, man. It's like when we started doing it, it was like. I was listening to like the read and you know just like maybe like one or two podcasts and now podcasts are like popping. Everybody got a podcast. Fucking Joe Button, Noriega, like it's so many fucking podcasts and it's like we ain't popping, but like fuck, we've been doing this shit for a long ass uh, time. Yeah, man. it really was, and I, I don't even know. I feel what, like a trendsetter. I don't even know <laughs> what I was. Li- I think I was listening to fuck. I think was cereal out then. It started. I don't back think then. so, dude. I don't maybe cereal so. wasn't it. I'm, I, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. Okay, yeah, maybe not. I they can't even. Two, I can't even think of podcasts I was listening to then. I feel like I was really. The read is what prompted me to want to do a podcast because I heard them talking about the kind of shit that I w- I would want to talk about, and I was like, I can do that. I want to talk about shit. I have opinions. People yeah. semi care about that shit. Yeah, I remember. Let's do that. I remember. No, it was. I want to say, do you remember Theo and them doing a podcast? That was after us. That was after though. I think so. so. I swear it was. I thought it was before because I remember them using like Podbean or something. I think. And I kept us. trying to figure out how is that was that one that really using that. Whatever the case, I mean it was short lived because they stopped. No, it had to be before because I remember end up being on there and it was before we actually started really? our yeah. Hmm. It was short lived though. They didn't really do it long at all. Um, but yeah, so yeah, three years, not famous, but I will say <laughs> that, you know, I mean, we pour, you know, however much money into whether it's just subscription or buying drinks or whatever the case. But I mean, even if it never did, it's always for me been a, a great outlet. And that's really what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what it's always meant, been meant to be is just to sit, talk shit and do what we do. Have some drinks, have some cigars, vent. I mean, it's, just, it's become like, it. you know, it's, uh, you know, the wife would say, you got something up? You, um, you want to? Oh, no, I forgot. It's podcast night. All right. Never mind. And then, you know, so it's, it's like a part of my week that, you know, even a wife knows, like, don't plan shit on Thursday. So. Yeah. And I look at it like, um, like, for instance, oh, when you guys hear it, it'll be Friday. But, like, I looked at it like Guardians of the Galaxy comes out on Friday. And I would, like, love to see Guardians on Thursday. But. Yeah. I'd rather podcast on Thursday because that's what I do and that's my thing. That's for me to 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 reset and just kind of like wind down from the week and have some cigars, have some drinks, relax, talk shit. Have we ever done just, a podcast on Friday? I, I mean, maybe, but like not regularly. Okay, I mean, I regularly think... we were always Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, okay. I was like, I don't recall that, but yeah, it's always been a cool outlet and, you know, fun. I mean, and even now it seems like, you know, the lately things have been like really picking up. Uh, I think like in the past, I'm looking at some of the stats as past seven days, we've had like 1500 plays, which is pretty dope. But what's crazy is that it's hard. What was frustrating, kind of frustrating about is that 
I don't know. We're still four. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> but I don't know why it's like that though. Like, what gets the place? I mean, we we tweet about it, but we're not really you know tweeting every day and shit. You know, talking about hey, listen to the podcast, blah blah blah. Um, we rarely even update the the Facebook page, so it's mostly all Twitter. You know, which is cool, but I don't I don't know what the spike comes in. You know, I, I know we do the, different tags and stuff. Yeah, I think it's just the tags. I try to put the tags as what we talk about, but also if if I feel like there's news that's going on that is popping right now that maybe we didn't talk about, I might put it as a tag just on the off chance that it might add to the place. So, I mean, I, I think it's kind of arbitrary, but at the same time, like, what, no matter what our plays are, we ain't getting no money off that shit. We ain't getting no fame off that shit. It's like, oh, yeah, we got arbitrary random-ass plays. And that's cool, but we we did get like what did we get like what did we get like what two hundred dollars from a GoFundMe? I'm, um, so we did something I mean, like so, that. So maybe a year ago, we did a GoFundMe just because we were poor and we probably could have bought the shit, but we was like, we'll see if people would donate. I think we got like two hundred dollars out of the five hundred. Something think. like that. So that helped out. So that was pretty. We dope. got yeah, we got equipment off that shit. Yeah, we got equipment off yeah. of it. So that was pretty cool. Um. Oh, I know. I remember I'm looking at some, you know, the, the little scroll list. It shows different podcasts. Do you still listen to one podcast? Uh, was it like Three Slutty Bitches or something? Or Oh, Guys uh, We Fuck? Yeah. Do you still listen to that shit? Nah. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's less of a thing where it's like I dropped it because like I don't fuck with it. It was just more like my taste in podcasts have changed. Like when I started listening to podcasts, I, I listen tried to. to li- I got through like maybe like two episodes total they're they're entertaining it was just more like i was in the in a space where i was kind of like at work i could watch tv a lot so i watched like shit like love and hip-hop and like so it was like way more pop culture tone so it was like i I listened to like the read and guys we fucked or whatever it was called and just kind of like pop culture shit talking kind of stuff now i'm less into that and my podcast feed is all TV shows, movies, and politics. So I don't listen to it, but it's just because I've kind of like graduated from that. Like I don't, it's not really for me anymore. But yeah, I, I, really, I hear they're doing well. They had Charlemagne on an episode recently. Oh, okay. So they're they're doing all right, and they left the loudspeakers network and still managed to prosper. Like they were. Oh, on, okay. I think they were on loudspeaker. I think yeah, I think so. They were on some. They were on a major podcast network, and they left it. And had like a little bit of a fall off, but then they came back up. So they're doing all right. I mean, I think it's a lot of podcasts that actually grew, you know, once we started, even once it started like after ours and stuff. Like I'm looking at uh, um, the scroll of like the popular podcasts, and I think maybe we follow these. But like Lip Service, what what's the chick from Angela Yee? They get mad play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, the it, read is you know the read you know it gets us it. Uh, Brilliant idiots. Um, uh, is Bodega Boys, is that Deezus and Miro? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, they got their own fucking TV show. So. That was another one I listened to. It's just not really what I care about at this point anymore. I would watch it if I... I would, I would watch Deezus and Miro on Vice now if I if I had the time, but... And I'm still a big fan of the podcast that I don't really have time to listen to anymore, but, like, my priorities have just shifted. I'd rather listen ass. to... It's just a great fucking stick. That is. It's phenomenal. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah I, just, I just I just shifted like I I'd rather listen to 
shit about the shows are like like I Better Call Saul and Fargo and shit like that. I, I listen to that more Game of Thrones and the pop culture shit talking about fucking black ink crew and all that dumb shit. I don't I, I don't care about that shit that much anymore. Yeah, I think my, my tastes have changed. And then the time I had to listen to them has changed. Like, um, you know, I've been working since September, so I don't get a chance to listen during a day. Like the last, the past couple of summers, you know, I was out cutting grass and stuff. So I had all the time in the world. I would right. listen to like tons of podcasts and shit. But now I really don't have the time or whatever to, to even listen to them. So I mean, I was looking at my updated my podcast app, and I just had all of this like This American Life. Well, I started listening This American Life. What was it more podcast, more of a storytelling mm-hmm. uh, type show? But that was probably the first like audio show. That I listened to, and I was listening to that probably like 2011, 2012. Cause they've been going for quite some time. And then Serial, right. and then uh, was it Undisclosed? Uh, but like I say, those are more storytelling uh, and so forth. But I just fell off on like uh, uh, Combat Jack, and that's def- that was, used to be one of my favorite. Yeah, I don't ones. even listen to that anymore. Um, I, I tried to listen to the last. He had a uh, Charlemagne. On there, and the sound was off. I mean, I wanted to tweet him to see if they. Well, I think they obviously knew that, but I think Charlemagne's mic was off at some point, hmm. and so you just hear it. It's almost like you hear Matisse in the background talking. That's <laughs> how you heard him, but he was being interviewed, so that was kind of weird. But yeah, I uh, I haven't uh, really listened to much. So with that said, like, what are some of the some of your like favorite episodes from podcasts? Do you recall? Um, over the years that you like remember offhand, um, um, ugh, shit, um, man, I can't even tell you, dog, because it's like they they all kind of have the same kind of vibe. So every episode is similar to the last one. The man, you lost a lot of ash right I there. I see all of um, do that shit all the fucking time. Ugh. Yeah, I can't really think of anything that stands out as an episode. I like. There's random Combat Jack episodes that I think are great, but we've talked about those in the past, so yeah. I don't really want to rehash it. But yeah, not in detail. Um, nothing, I haven't really listened to anything that I thought was like a great episode. Like right now, all I really do is listen to shows that review TV shows that I watch and politics, and that's really all I listen to. And I don't even the way my job situation has changed, I don't really listen to podcasts as much at work as I used to. So it's like I I, I fit them in when I can and. You know, I, I enjoy hearing people discuss the things that I like, but as far as like, you know, maybe like a year or two ago when we were listening to that kind of shit, it could be like, yeah, the Combat Jack with Ice-T was great. The, you know, yeah. the various Ice-T, Combat Jacks. Yeah, Ice-T but we've talked about that. Yeah, Ice-T was definitely my yeah. favorite one. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I think my, like I said, I think my taste has changed and my time to listen to them has changed. So exactly. I haven't nearly got the chance to uh, listen to a lot of stuff, but. I mean, video even so. I I think we were watching the um um it was Charlemagne on that that we first we feast yeah 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 inter- interview when they were like tasting the different um hot wing sauces and shit like that yeah um I thought that's a good concept show I don't know it's not really in the podcast realm but just the interview realm it was it was uh it was cool to watch it was it was cool to watch yeah uh, speaking of cool to watch videos or just to watch so we. So in the news has been this uh, interview with uh, Joe Button, and uh, get you out here segueing like a motherfucker. I know, right? right? So <laughs> Joe Button, he has a he has a show with that DJ Academics nigga, and uh, I forget the name of the show. But anyway, they had 
is it Yachi or Yachty? Yachty, like a boat. Yachty. Yacht. Yachty. Okay. I call him, I just call him Little Boat. That's how I just refer to because I could I couldn't figure out how to spell the name, so I say, you know, little boat works. But mm-hmm. so they had him on and I don't know what the purpose of it really was. I, I before I heard it, I felt like it was just gonna be just Joe Button just yelling at the nigga and the nigga's gonna be stupid, not knowing nothing about anything. And it totally would I think it probably surprised Joe Button that the nigga was actually smart. <laughs> and it was just like a I don't know, man. I I can't I can't deal with one. I think Joe Budden's just a fuck nigga. Period. Like I just can't deal with him. He like, needs to go away. Yeah, I just can't deal with him. Like you know, I enjoyed him as an artist, um, even before Slaughterhouse. You know, but it, one, I just I can't deal with people to talk loud in close spaces. So that's <laughs> one of my big things. Like I can't deal with yelling at, at anybody. Like and he just yells a whole lot. But I think his whole thing was just to show up the little dude. And the little dude was actually smart, and I think it just backfired. I mean, all his 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 negative energy was just super loud and just I don't know, man. I just he just came off like I say, it's the angry fucking old old head rapper, dog. Yeah, Joe, Joe Button's problem is that one, he holds himself in such high regard when he really doesn't have anything to support that. He he's been largely unsuccessful. Most of his success, or and when I say success, I use it loosely is more of a um like him being him trending uh a lot of what he he holds himself in high regard due to his his lyrical prowess but as far as being a a person and someone who conducts interviews he's like horrible like i i honestly think that the hip-hop world would be better off without joe button he's a horrible fucking person he's a fuck boy to the highest fucking degree and what makes him so bad is that he's one of those people who thinks that they're like the highest level of, of intelligence. He'll he'll like talk slowly in this calm calm voice and use big words incorrectly and will try to make you sound stupid when he's really not saying shit. And he is very condescending, very arrogant and incredibly contradictory hypocritical he's like a horrible fucking person dog like and he did he needs to just go away if you can't handle an interview with a 19 year old when you enter that interview you could tell watching that shit he entered that thinking like i'm gonna use my joe buttonness to embarrass this 19 year old fucking dumb kid who does mumble rap and he got fucking sunned by a fucking 19 year old who everybody considers to be like a fucking retard yeah. and this guy came on there and Held his own to a highly respectable degree, made great points in the simplest fashion. Like it wasn't even like he was like articulate and like and he did it. Without, he just did he, it simply, and he, and he did it without yelling. Yeah, he like, was very calm, <laughs> like, and he just made great points. And Joe Button sat there yelling and looking like an idiot. They had the nerve to say, "What, what did he call?" He called him hostile, called dog. Him. Like, <laughs> how, 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 how do you? How do you? The number one hostile person call someone else hostile, and he wasn't even in a matter where he was. That was the crazy it's almost part. Almost like being arrogant and calling yourself humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see that a lot. Um, but yeah, so I just, I mean, and nobody's gonna get that but us. But that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a what up dope inside joke, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, just like I came into it, like you know. 
I don't have to listen to little boats, little Yachty's music, but I can respect he's a fucking kid. And if he wants to be happy making fucking music, whatever the fuck he makes, by all means, fuck it. I don't have to listen to that shit. Joe Budden wanted to make wanted to create uh, controversy. He wanted to be out there and have this guy saying some shit that he could go back and make a big story out of. And the guy was just basically like, look. I make music that I find enjoyable. My fans find it enjoyable. I'm having a good time making music. I sell records. I got endorsements. I do ads for Target and uh, Sprite. Right. And I'm living life. It's fun. And I'm happy. And I just want to enjoy this shit. And Joe Budden was like offended by that. Like, how are you not trying to enter into beef with the other guys? Who like, why don't you want to like, beef? He yeah, like, he was just like, why music. aren't you why aren't you trying to beef with other people in he your like, lane? What do you mean? Why do you he was like, what do you mean? He seemed so fucking confused. And I was, he was mad. Like he he like turned around in his chair, like, what are these young niggas talking about that you were in a competition? Like, I understand that when back in like the nineties and shit like that, it was a highly competitive era. Like everybody was beefing. I'm the best rapper. You know, all, everything was about being the best. And I can't wait to monotone responses to this shit. He's too big. So I'm so curious. No, I'm, stop. <laughs> I'm so curious. I'm about to throw shade. I'm going to let him be, dog. I'm, I'm so curious of what he, what he thinks because I feel like he's on the side. I mean, we're, we're, no one's I don't here. think he's an old head in that sense, though. I feel like if he watched no, no, that no, video, no, he'd no, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. I think, I think he... he before seeing the interview... I don't know if he's watched it. I would encourage him to watch it before he, he, before he replies. But... I would feel like he probably went into it on the notion of totally being on button side just because mm-hmm. of a hip hop standard stand standpoint. Right. But I felt like if he and I would I assume not even assume, just from conversation and you knowing monotone that he's pretty level headed. I couldn't see him leaving that conversation like, damn, button was right. Button was good the whole time because he wasn't. He has too much sense to. Think yeah, that. I couldn't do it, but I, I'm curious to see what he thought about. It. I mean, because a lot of people I saw were making the references of just you know, oh, he doesn't even know what the fuck deal he's in. Like that, like that was the main point of everything, and it really wasn't. Um, but he just like he he just came off as just fucking super angry and and like the whole part when. You know, he brought up his album, album cover, and he was like, so explain your album cover. He's like, you know, got a chick with Villago, got a fat chick, got two dudes kissing, and so the record, li- no, I picked it myself. What do you mean you picked it yourself? Like, yeah. like, he was like, he seemed astonished that he was able to say, this is what I want. And I felt that, because, I don't know, I, I don't know Joe Button's record label history, but I felt like he, he was, he was done wrong a lot. Like he, I felt like he didn't have good history with record labels. But I don't, that's and probably, I don't know. That's probably the case. Yeah, I don't know his history, but I'm assuming he didn't have. He couldn't pick his fucking album covers. He couldn't pick all the other shit, you know, and so forth. So I feel like there was a lot of resentment and jealousy of not being able to do things he's wanted to do, you know, in his in his history of music or whatever. He's, I mean, he's incredibly arrogant. He thinks that his lyrical talent puts him in an esch- upper echelon of, of hip-hop. And he doesn't he doesn't understand two things. One, your ability as an artist is not has no correlation to your success. Like, you can be dope and not go anywhere. And two, 
just because somebody is not good doesn't mean that they should automatically not be successful. And Yadi made some really good points in the fact that he understands his brand. He knows what he knows his market. He knows what he should be doing, and he caters to that, and he's found success for, from that. And he mentioned his uh his business dealings. He's like, you know, I I enjoy making music, and I like that, but I consider myself somebody who's beyond just music. Like I want to do. You know, I, I have business aspirations, and I feel like my brand is important to me. And Button is like, oh, well, what about uh, the fact that you're whack? You know, he didn't say that, but, like, he came he, off that oh, way. Oh, he implied it and, totally. Yeah, and it was like, he's like, you know, he's like, what do you mean that you, you, you are better at business than your counterparts? And I'm watching the interview, I'm like... I've seen Lil Yachty in a Sprite commercial. I've seen Lil Yachty in Target commercials. I'm like, what do you mean? Why are you questioning his business acumen? Like, he's had success in business outside of music that his counterparts in mumble rap, per se, have not had. And he made that same point. And Joe Button was like, he he dapped him like he put the fists out. He's like, yeah, yeah, that Target was a good look. I'm like, and you can't argue that, dog. Like, you were wrong. Like, you thought that you were going to get a guy here who was going to have no way of explaining himself. He's going to be dumb and you were going to be able to do your Joe buttoning and just like talk to him in that slow controlled I mean, voice. Right. And, and then, he'd be like dumbfounded and, then you, and he checked you. And then you talk about like brands and things of that nature. I mean, as much as Joe Button has lost so many points over the years from the dumb shit he's done, the fact that you went on fucking love and hip hop just killed so fucking much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just like... I, I think he's just old man. I feel like he's one of them people in 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 the music industry that if he did not exist, we could probably live without Pump It Up. Like absolutely, <laughs> you know that's the only. Re- I mean, he, he. I thought he was dope in Slaughterhouse. Although I feel like he wasn't even the best person in Slaughterhouse. He's by far um, not the best person in Slaughterhouse. And you know, I he's think, arguably the worst person in Slaughterhouse. He, well, I mean, so, he's good, but I mean, someone, like, yeah, because he's not better than Royce. I feel like Joe Tees is, is Ortiz got better bars to better me than, bars. than than um, Button and Crooked and I got better bars but like I I feel like Joe Button is good but like he's like the least least lyrical person he's in like that the dialing of of Slaughterhouse <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know I I feel, I feel like he went into that interview and he probably was just so perplexed that the nigga was actually somewhat smart and he thinks that he's a lot smarter than he is. Joe Budden's the type of nigga that uh, you remember uh, Damon Wayne's character on The Living Color that, that was in, in prison and would be using all them big words wrong. That's Joe. He's Joe Button is that of hip hop. Joe Button will talk slowly and use big words incorrectly, and he's thinking that he's like he he will like make a poor point, but will say it in a way that makes it sound like it's smart, right. and it throws people off. And I'm waiting for the day. It, it really pains me inside that I see Joe Button in interviews with people who who are not capable of really, really checking them. Like I, I he always well, he, I he mean, always enters but into think, these conversations well, with people who aren't capable capable of but doing even, that. But even still, even well, I was from the two interviews. Uh, I mean, two video. I won't say interviews, but two uh, videos that I've seen him in recently. The calm person always gets him. Like he went to complex trying to find a fucking writer or whoever this. Yeah, fucking and that writer was just like, and I was just cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like you know, I don't know. I'm I'm so against people who have to yell. And then I feel like his, I think he 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 tries to to put off that his his 
his loudness, his passion is because of his passionate music. I just feel like he's just angry. Like you, that's not passion for the music. That I think that's just you being angry. Yeah, and it's anger, anger from the fact that he feels like he's so great and he hasn't gotten that kind of respect. Yeah, I, I think he he he, he yearns. I mean, he says that you know he may not he. He comes off if he may not, you know, want it more than more respect. But I think everybody uh, wants a little more respect than they may get if they're not getting it. Um, but yeah, he—I think he's just a—he's just a, a slum ass nigga, man. I, I just can't—I can't deal with him. I'm ready for him to be gone, and he's the kind of person who I—I—I I, I, I don't like to endorse this kind of behavior. But Joe Budden's the kind of nigga who need to get his ass whooped. Like he's the kind of person that needs that kind of humbling. Like, he just needs to get fucked up because he talks to people so condescendingly and it's, it's, he picks and chooses the people that he talks to like that. Like, he's, he, he barely escaped his interview with Tax Stone. Like, like, I feel like he was, like, on the cusp of getting his ass whooped. And he, because Tax Stone called him out on all the Joe Buttoning. I got to go does. back to watch that because I never watched that interview. I need to go back and watch that. Yeah, listen to it. He's on Tax Ta- Stone's rather. podcast. Yeah, he he barely escaped that interview without getting fucked up. And I feel like he's the kind of guy who picks and chooses. And it, it was the exact same situation as the Yachty interview. He thought the Tax Stone was dumb. And Tax Stone is to a degree kind of dumb. But <laughs> Tax Stone's smart enough to know what he's being condescended to. Like he knows that. Okay, Joe Budden's talking down to me. And that's all you need to know. You don't really need to be like some fucking MIT graduate to know that you're being talked down to. And Taxstone noted that and he checked them on it. And that's how that ended up ha- that's how that squabble ended up happening. And Joe Button escaped that interview saving his fade, but he he's he, he was on the cusp of getting he was on the cusp of getting it. And I'm waiting for him to talk to somebody expecting to be able to Joe Button them. And getting his fucking I think, jaw rocked. I, well, I think I, I, he, I think he may be an asshole and, and, and a fuck nigga, but I think he knows his audience and who he could probably do that shit to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I figured he was in a different. You know, I don't know. Think of a better, more um, um, renowned people and things like that. Like I couldn't see him doing that shit in a fucking face to face with like Jay Z. I couldn't see like a Russell Simmons. Well, he see respects him like them. A, he respects them as business people and artists. Like I feel like he could be the kind of guy who I think a lot of it this actually this kind of like scenario makes me respect Detroit people more because I feel like he he wouldn't be able to pull that shit with like um well me. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like I'm not a I'm not like a thug or gangster nothing like that. But I would never tolerate somebody talking to me like Joe Button talks to other rappers. Like it, it would be ball game for that nigga talking to me like that. And I'm just a regular fucking guy. But you're not gonna talk to me like that, dog. You're not gonna condescend to me. I think he's. I think he's probably been around people so the, that he can raise his voice and he and he comes off more intimidating. And I think or that's slow, probably, or do the exact opposite, like or that whole slow talk, uh, yeah. deep voice of fucking Barry White shit. Yeah, I could and, check him on that. I could check him on that regard, and I could check him on the. The wild aspect too, like I, I don't I don't respect people who um, will try to like intimidate you. Like I I don't like how like um take a like um sports reporters right like the people who like are at, at the press conferences after after games and shit. 
and they'll ask an athlete a question, and the athlete will be like mad disrespectful, like that's a stupid question. Next question, because like it's like athletes and rappers look at reporters as like you're a reporter, so you're automatically pussy. And I, I'm waiting for the day where an athlete or rapper talks disrespectfully or condescendingly to a reporter. Think yeah. like, oh, you're a reporter, so you're automatically pussy. And it's like some nigga from Baltimore right. who's like, wait a minute. <laughs> just, this is my job, but I'm a real nigga. I will fuck you up. And, just and I'm, the fuck I'm out. waiting for that. I'm praying for that. I'm like, Chris Brown and Joe Budden are the two people who I'm waiting for them to talk condescendingly to a reporter or something like that. Like, just because you're a reporter, you're like some fucking pussy, and I'm going to talk to you crazy. And they talk to talk like that to the wrong person and get fucked up that's what i'm waiting on i'm 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 waiting on that day so so tightly like please let that happen to the wrong person and that person fuck up chris brown or joe button like i, I can't wait for that shit dog because both of them niggas need a reality check they need to be humbled like a motherfucker to realize like just because you rap or just cause you sing or you dance doesn't put you in some area where you're invulnerable to getting fucked up and I'm ready for them to get fucked up because they both need it heavily, especially Chris Brown. He really fucking needs it. Yeah, I, I felt like even in that in that the, the button interview, I felt like he him being you know a uh, 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 I guess a seasoned artist. I felt like that was a a great opportunity for him to to play like a a mentor role possibly, and I think he blew it totally. Yeah. Like he only had one. To me, it was only one redeeming thing that he had in the interview, and he was explaining after he said he didn't know what a three sixty deal was to explain what that was. That and was Google, the, and Google can do that. Yeah, so I we mean, don't need your button for that. But I feel like you know artists like that, man. If if you're not going, if you're going to criticize the a newer generations for being ain't shit and not knowing, I feel like that's what you should be doing is trying to you know have a teachable moment. But if you're yelling at motherfuckers. That ain't helping. And without probable cause. No. So, like, yeah, he needs to he needs to be humbled desperately. And I'm waiting for somebody. Like, I feel like he's like a guy who's floated through by doing by Joe Buttoning. Because it's the best term to use, Joe Buttoning. It's hard to explain what he does. But That's, he he's does. a guy who's floated through Joe Buttoning the correct people. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to Joe Button the wrong person. And he, he it, the Taxstone interview was almost there, but I feel like Taxstone has way too well had way too much shit on <laughs> his plate. Yeah, because he's no yeah more. he's fucked in the game now. But like he had way too much shit on his plate to put to put Joe Button in the place where he needs to be at. But I'm waiting for him to float it by somebody who he thinks is pussy who ain't. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> yeah, like I envision some like. Some like Baltimore nigga who was like, yeah, uh, you know, I went to college and I got a degree and now I'm doing now I'm a reporter and shit. And he's thinking, like, oh, this is just a reporter. I'm going to Joe button him. And and then he makes the mistake. And then the dude totally shuts off reporter and turns into like Baltimore nigga. <laughs> like you fucked up. And I feel like that humbling is what Joe button needs because he's a horrible fucking person. Uh, he's, he's garbage. He needs to be done. Like and for somebody like me who. You know, I don't really respect the mumble rappers. Like, I don't, I don't really like them. But I understand that that's just my personal preference. I'm not gonna sit there and try to diminish them or, or talk down to them or be condescending to them. You know, and he, he's the kind of guy who thinks he can get away with that kind of shit, and he's been lucky with that so far. 
So I'm waiting for him to do that to somebody and do, do well do that to the wrong person and get put in his place because he he needs to be put in his place. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, side note: if you guys can hear the heater and you don't like it, you can fuck off because uh, this heater is popping right now. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about the Chris Rock show that I went to last week. Oh weekend. sweet. Yeah, because we talked about it. Uh, we talked about it last weekend, and you, and you put me up on a thing with the phones and shit like that. And I had a little, I had a little mini, mini spaz session about that shit. So, um, <laughs> based upon that, actually, the day of the event, I was listening to uh, Channel Nine Five Five, and they were they confirmed what you said. So I was like, you know what? It sounds to me like it could be like a clusterfuck coming out, right? Well, actually, let me rewind and talk about the situation the idea was that they were allowing phones into the show and they put your phones in a thing where you couldn't use it and they would unlock it after the show basically so that was confirmed for me on the radio that morning so i was like you know what i don't really want to deal with that shit because i don't want to have to wait in some long ass line to get my phone unlocked out of some bag and shit like that so yeah i'm gonna leave my phone in the car um so how it was was like it was like the so you go in through the regular metal detector and shit, right? You know, you put your keys, phone, all that shit. If you got your phone with you, there's a separate line to where you can put your phone in this little bag. It was like a neon green kind of like fanny pack without the straps kind of deal. Like It looked like a beer koozie, actually. Okay. And you put your phone in that and they lock it. So you go on the show and you can't access your phone. They had unlocking stations in the lobby. There was an intermission between the opening acts and Chris Rock. So I guess if you wanted to buy drinks or you wanted to, like, say, access your phone, you can go into the lobby, get it unlocked, use your phone, whatever. But you couldn't have your phone in the actual show. Um, The way it turned out at the end was they had so many unlocking stations, and it was real quick how they did it, that it wouldn't have really held you up. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. But I still stand by my original statement that (laughs) it's fucked up. That I got to lock up my phone because you don't want your fucking show to get broadcasted or recorded or whatever. Because, like, so I, if I got – you you look at parents who are at this show and that they probably had to have their kids babysit by somebody. And so if something happens to their kid, they have no way of contacting the parent because Chris Rock doesn't want his show recorded. Like, that's some stupid, petty, ignorant shit to me. Like, that – I can rant forever about how much I hate this idea of not having phones at shows, but uh, long story short, it wasn't as much of a situation as I thought it would be. It was pretty quick. Um, but the show specifically, one thing I want to talk about is there was a portion where you have to keep in mind, Chris Rock hasn't toured in like a decade. So there's a lot for Chris Rock to discuss <laughs> that's happened like just look at us over three years right how much shit that we've discussed and how the climate has changed in in uh in life in general over the course of that time so chris rock had a lot to discuss um he had a portion where he talked about the police brutality and shit like that and you know when you talk about that kind of thing like you gotta you kind of gotta say like yeah i respect the police because they do what police do like you know if i have a situation in my house i'm gonna call the police i want police to be around they, you know, they're a good police and blah, 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 blah. And I, I just took note that when he said positive things about police, there was 
a fairly substantial amount of cheering. <laughs> I, I, I was like, yeah, this is this is so. The did white, he do any, white people cheering. So did he have any like disparaging things about the police to talk about, or just basically just bigging up police? It was like, uh, I respect what police do, but that kind of thing. You know, it was like I respect police, but there's this whole shit going on with police brutality kind of deal. And when he would say it, when he did the I respect police portion of it, there was like a splattering of like applause and cheering. And like, I knew automatically that that was the white people that was there. It was a very fucking mixed crowd. It was a lot of white folks there. And when I heard cheering for like the pro police portion, I knew it was white folks. And to me, I, I, I sat there and I was kind of like, you know, I I don't, I still feel really weird about people being pro-police. And it's like, I get it. You know, we need police. But in the context of police brutality and all the shit about black people getting killed by police and all that shit, when you hear people cheering for like, we need police or police, all police aren't bad. When you hear them kind of cheers, you know it's the fucking white people who are the same folks that are on Facebook talking about, oh, if he just hadn't fought back, then he'd be alive and all that kind of shit. Yeah, so I knew that there was a whole lot of uh, very, very low-key undertone, like pro-police slash pro them niggas had it coming type shit well, you, know, I mean, you know and <laughs> I, I, as you as you saying that shit i'm just i was going back i was trying to find an article cause i've been i've been really conflicted and pissed at like this whole the whole way they've been um so um they've been wording this certain article uh or the situation so uh the the article has basically been about the cop who shot Walter Scott. If you remember Walter Scott, one who was running and got shot in the back. So all the articles came. It was like breaking news. Uh, officer who shot Walter Scott pleads guilty. So that's that's been that was the fucking storyline. And then this what, is recent. Yeah, this happened like three days, two three days ago. Okay, I didn't hear anything about this at all. Okay, great. So um, they say he pleads guilty. Now, when you hear that, I'm sorry, guilty to what? Exactly, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. So when you hear that, you're like, okay, what is what is the charges? Because my thing is, is it fucking murder second degree? I mean, because the dude was fleeing and he shot him seven times in the back. Like, and so I'm like, what did he? Because initially he was acquitted, or I think it was a mistrial because of the 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 jury couldn't they had so it was some some fucking idiot in the jury that couldn't figure out that this is fucking murder or a second degree or manslaughter at the very least excuse me so uh blah 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 my bad uh blah 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 tuesday blah 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 that he pleaded guilty to charges that he violated the man's civil rights okay that's the fucking charge he's charging guilty. So they dropping the other charges and, and saying, you shot him dead seven times in the back. How is that just violating your civil rights? That nigga dead. He can't come back from that shit. Fucking civil rights, dog. Are you fucking serious? I, I'm just so over 
over America. <laughs> it's like, I don't get it, doc. Civil violators, that nigga dead. And that was, I mean, there was no threat to anybody. And you shoot him seven times in the fucking back. A fleeing man without a fucking gun, without a weapon, anything. Seven times in the fucking back. And violating civil rights. Let's talk about America. And how fucked up America is. Like, we ain't shit, dog. Like, you know, well, we were at the Tigers game two days ago. You saw I sat my ass down there in that anthem, right? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Man, fuck America, dog. Like, we are garbage. I And then, like, there was a... What was it? There was something that happened during the game. Not actually in the game, but in the stands during the game. That... Oh, yeah, during the anthem, there was somebody singing it. Like, I couldn't, I don't know, because like I said, I was sitting down on my phone, but there was somebody over my right shoulder that I could hear singing the anthem and shit. And I was sitting there like, I hope that bitch looking at me and just like, fuck that nigga. Because I'm like, man, fuck standing up for this fuck-ass anthem. Because I, I was hoping somebody would say something, because I'm like, because the fucking Jordan Edwards shit happened like the day before. And I'm like, I wish somebody would say something to me, because I'm like, we still out here, like, a nigga just got killed by the police yesterday. Like, it's still happening, dog. Like, ain't nothing changed. Like, the Colin Kaepernick shit is not as newsworthy and, you know, everywhere as it, as it was earlier, with, like, during the football during the football season. But, like, this shit is still happening. Like, they're still killing, they're still killing black folks for no reason. We still got a whole podcast that I could dedicate to the fuckery that has happened under Donald you Trump. You pull that door down. Yeah, just, go ahead and do grab, it. Grab the lock off of it, though. And um, what Donald Trump has been doing as president and what the Republicans have been doing under his administration, like, there's nothing to be proud of. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't even understand or fathom the idea of standing up or saluting the American flag right now because America is doing nothing of note that is worthy of saluting or standing up, or respecting, or anything of that nature, dog. Like we are doing nothing you know, worthy of respect and, right and now. And it was funny because I regret, I, I, I immediately regretted standing up afterwards. Like I was like, this country ain't worth this shit, and I immediately regretted the shit immediately. And it, I was fully ready. Like my son was sitting next to me, I was fully ready to hold him down if he started to stand up. Like sit your ass down, dog. Like we are not gonna <laughs> fucking. There's nothing to respect here. Like America is worthy of no respect whatsoever. Whatsoever. Like I, I, I felt no qualms about staying seated during that game, and I, I was perfectly fine with sitting there, and I was waiting for somebody to say something, and I wouldn't have gone full on me just because my son was there, but I was waiting. Like, please let somebody say something to me, because I'm, I'm ready. Like a nigga just got shot by the police yesterday. Like, tell me why I need to stand up for this fucking flag. When we are still out here killing black folks for no reason, y'all, y'all, white people wouldn't elected this sorry fucking garbage ass president who is doing everything in his power to repeal anything that would benefit people who are in need of help. And you expect me to stand up to respect this country? This country don't give a fuck about anybody who's not a white man. And this isn't even about white people versus black people. You can be a white woman. You can be a white transgender. You can be a white gay person. You can be a white whole lot of shit. This country don't give a fuck about you. And you standing here, you sit here standing up and saluting a flag that represents a country that 
will piss on you with the first fucking opportunity and you're going to tell me some shit? No, I was waiting for somebody to say something to me, dog. I sat there during that fucking anthem like, please let somebody say something to me. And I would run off a full-ass rant about how you standing up for somebody who don't give a fuck about you. Like, man, fuck this country, dog. Like, this country is so fucking trash right now, man. We've been living off this idea that America is the greatest country that has been fed into the public for decades. Well, we have not lived up to that in any way whatsoever. This country has not been worthy of a standing salute for a long fucking time. So I, I sat down there and I didn't give any amount of fucks. Zero fucks. Negative yeah. Fucks. I mean, and the Jordan Edwards killing that happened before Tuesday, right? That happened the day of the game or the day before, because I I had very small amount of information on it. But all I knew was that I, I think it says something like he was like a he was at a party and he left like it said like him and his brother left because it, it got kind of rowdy and they were in the car like chilling getting ready to leave. And it's just like the police shot through like the fucking uh, windshield, either the windshield or like the the back windshield, one of the two. And he just caught it and died. Well, I I, I I've been meaning to read up on it. Can you, but give, a, can you give me a a, a light? I, I put my lighter away and I don't feel like unzipping my book bag and all that shit. Um, and I think initially the police lied saying that the car was bagging up at him. Yeah. But everything proved different that the car was pulling off. So could it, again, another story that another situation where the person was not, and, th- and it's not even like a criminal pulling off, like a criminal doing something like you know, or someone su- a suspect or something. They're just pulling off, and you just put and you just blasting them. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like every week we you know as, as the weeks go by and shit we think you know America is, is getting better, but it just gets exponentially shittier every week. Austin Sterling's killers are uh, not going to be processed, so it's just like we're we're just expendable as fuck. No matter, and it's like there's no reason to have to justify the saying Jordan Edwards was a a a, 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 a student and all that shit. Like, why do we have to justify why he was too good to be killed? Why can he just not be get not get killed? He could be a fucking F student. He could been a, yeah. Who cares? He could have been an F student with weed in the system with a baby mama, and yeah. there's still nothing to justify why he should have been killed. Nothing at all. So to have to the the stories of having to keep showing that you know he was just this great student and all, it should make it even worse that this dumbass fucking cop pulled some bullshit and he needs to get the chair. Yeah. So as long as that kind of shit is going on, you're not gonna see me standing at any fucking anthem. Or saying America's the best country in the world. We're not the best at anything. No, you're right. And like I say, I we're I, the best at being bigots, but that's about I it. I immediately felt felt shitty afterwards. I mean, and I and it serves it actually it serves me right. I should have, um, uh, because yeah, it's just <laughs> elbow to the to the stomach. What the fuck are you standing up for, nigga? <laughs> I didn't even know what you were doing because you were sitting behind me. Right. And I, I didn't want to just sit down. I wanted to be ultimately disrespectful. So I was on my phone during the entire anthem. Like, I didn't even I didn't even acknowledge that the anthem was taking place. Like, I was on my phone. Like, I was on Twitter. Like, I was just, like, tweeting. I was reading shit. Like, I, the, the anthem didn't even happen to me. I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking acknowledge that this shit is happening right now because this is... There's a... 
is a travesty to me. The fact that we can stand here and salute this flag for that represents a country that is largely run by bigots and racists and all kinds of other sorts of hateful people. And we're going to sit here and pretend like this is the best country and that it deserves some form of respect. I, I have no respect for this country at all right now. And I have a American flag that's hanging that's hanging at my house. And <laughs> the flag came with the house, my nigga. Like, it, the, I didn't put that bitch there. It was there when I moved in, and I just have yet to take it down. And it's like, I'm I'm going to take it down, but it's it's a matter of what I'm going to replace it with. I just want you to put, like, a flag of Africa or some shit up there. I said I was, I, I was going to put a Hydra flag from, like, uh, Marvel. Just, like, put a Hydra flag or some shit like that. But I'm probably <laughs> going to put, like, a Pistons flag or, like, a, I, I actually said I was like, I might put a Canada flag because like, my wife is Canadian, for one. And then for two, Canada's better than here. So, like, <laughs> like I put, put something. But I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some sort of proud patriot. When I'm I'm disgraced and embarrassed by this country. It's a disgrace. I'm ashamed to be from here. Like if I traveled internationally regularly, I'd be ashamed to say I'm from America. Like it's it's an embarrassment. Like we're a disgrace. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be proud to say I'm from here. I'm more proud to say that I'm from Detroit than I am proud to say that I'm I'm American. Like I granted it's hand in hand, really, like to a foreigner, what difference does it make? But like for me, like I I, I have more of a connection with being de- from Detroit than I have from being from America. Like I, I wouldn't want to go somewhere and be like, hey, I'm American. I'd expect to get fucking stoned or some shit like that or crucified or some shit. Yeah, I, you know, I honestly would, you know, it's funny because we're, uh, me and I'd my, be on a cross getting crucified, be like, yeah, I get it. All right, me and my wife, we, we try to, we try to, <laughs> all right, I see what you're saying. We're trying to, we're trying to plan a trip out of the country, and we okay. I, I, and in the back of my head, I be thinking like, man, I wonder what are they gonna think about us? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I think I think it, it'd be a lot a lot more stressful if we were white folks, you know, coming out of country. But I still wonder like, I wonder what people are really gonna think like, like what's the fuck wrong with y'all niggas? <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like we're like the a, like an embarrassment in the world right now. Like, look at what we've done. So yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to be out here representing America to any kind of degree. There's nothing to be proud of at this point. I can't think of anything to be proud of. Like, can you think of anything to be proud of? Like, oh, well, we did this. Like, I, I can't think of anything to be proud of. Man, after this last after this last election, it's just that was just like the 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 last straw of being of anything, anything great about about this place we live in, dude. Like it's, it's fucking terrible. Like we we've managed to to vote in the the worst person that could possibly take office, and this asshole is really our president. So it's like, nah, we we're fucked, dude. It's just terrible, man. I I still someday I wake up like, man, this motherfucker is really the president, dog. Man, it's crazy, <laughs> dog. And it's like every day he says or does some crazy shit, and it's like, how is this the world that we live in right now, man? Like. He's so fucking wild. And it's like, it's not even just him. It's like his whole administration, all of his supporters, like everybody who is like affiliated with him in any kind of degree. It's like, how do you as a as a as a human being who has morals or values or anything of that nature? Like, how can you live with yourself? Like, I, I don't I don't understand it. And for me, as as an atheist. 
to be like the voice of reason or morality to be like you know all this shit is mad immoral like all of this shit is like just a, we're a scourge on earth at this point like like how can you be proud of yourself if you're a religious person and you voted for him how can you be proud of what you've done like how can you say that i'm a person who supports christianity and somebody like jesus in the bible who was a good person and did all kinds of things to help people and vote for somebody who's so hateful and just prejudiced and all that kind of shit that the deity that you supposedly serve would never support like i don't understand how we live in a world where people can be okay with that and with somebody like me who doesn't affiliate with any kind of religion whatsoever to be the moral voice of reason like you know you realize that you are all horrible people right like you're voting to pass laws that are going to put people in the poorhouse or put people on the streets or take away rights to make it so that they can't get married or or make it so that they can't uh you know, participate in whatever Planned Parenthood offers or anything of that nature. Like, you are restricting people based upon your beliefs, which are wildly warped, and call yourself a Christian or, or a religious person or whatever. Like, I got to be the voice of reason to tell you, like, you realize that this shit is, like, incredibly uh, exclusionary. Like I, I, I don't understand this world that we live in right now. It, it's so people, a lot of folks have faith in humanity. Like you know, people are inherently good. And I, I feel like people are inherently bad. No, I like think they, more they, bad they, than good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like it. It sounds incredibly pessimistic, but I feel like people are inherently bad. Like there, there's just so much hatred and so much evil and discrimination and and all that kind of shit. And I as a as a non-religious person have to tell people who who thump their bibles and judge people based upon what they've read that you are being amoral like you're being hateful you're being prejudiced discriminatory and i'm the guy i don't even believe in that shit and i'm telling you to be a better person and you look at me as like some fucking satan worshiping heathen and shit like that but i'm trying to tell you that like you are being a horrible person like i gotta be the voice of reason and morality and this is the country that we live in and it's so fucked up to me that you could say like hey we just had a black president and since he was black uh that's fucked up so let's <laughs> let's vote in whoever white guy who's gonna get black people out the paint and then at the same time go to church on sunday and be like yeah uh <laughs> I'm mad religious and Jesus, Jesus, this and Jesus, that like it's fucking Hillary and them fucking emails, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emails. <sighs> Speaking so, of emails. Oh, what, um, what was that? Do we have any? We do. We have one from Baylor. Um, Baylor is good with sending emails like the day after. So I, I, I feel bad because I got to sit on Baylor emails for like six days. <laughs> like, like, man, like put some space in them joints, dog. Like send them, uh, send them closer to the podcast. But I, I see them and I save them. So I'm ready for them. Um, so I'm going to queue up Baylor's email. And it, it, 
the subject line says no locked phone, so I'm assuming it has to do with the Chris Rock show, which I've already addressed, but if he has something, I'll address it. Uh, So listening to the last show, the end, when y'all was talking about uh, Chris Rock and, you know, Dave Chappelle having that rule where you can't have your phone out. Nah, that shit is legit, um, and it's been it's been happening for a while because um, uh, me and a wife went to go see uh, Country Wayne, and he's not even, you know, of that? course he's not to the standards of uh, Chris Rock or, you know, Dave Chappelle, the nigga's a, a goddamn internet comedian, but um, his whole lineup, including himself, you know, they had that same rule where as soon as you walk in, you know what I'm saying, you basically gotta, like, put your phones away. And shit like that. You don't have to put it into a bag. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's for the, you know, the, the top shelf comedians. Uh, Country Wayne is not top shelf, uh, at least not yet. So, no, but we definitely had to put our phones away and things like that. And, you know, I'm pretty sure some people were sneaking and getting some, uh, you know, getting some shots and things like that. Although, they, after the show, we were able to take pictures with the comedians and things like that. But... Nah, we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't have our phones out and stuff like that. And I, I kind of understand it, but at the same time, my nigga, if you got kids, you just can't be away from your phone like that. You know, what, even right. if they with someone that you trust. Um, but yeah, you can't have your, you know, can't have your phone for about. You're gonna be there for like another a solid hour, maybe hour and a half to two hours. So yeah, I, I don't agree with it either. So yeah, let me know, uh, of course, on the <laughs> next show. How that went, it ain't, you know, locking your shit up in a bag. What color did you pick, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I, I didn't do it. Uh, we talked about it already, but the the main thing about that is I don't agree with the idea of, say you're Chris Rock, right? And you have, you're going on tour, you haven't been on tour in a decade, and you're like, you know what, I don't want people recording my show or doing Facebook Live or whatever the case may be. I get it, but at the same time, your art is not better or tantamount to the idea of people being able to be accessible. So like like I said earlier, like you got people who are got who got their kids, you know, with a babysitter, whether that babysitter is a somebody that they hired or a family member or whatever. If something happens and you're at the show and something pop off and you can't be reached that shit is way more real life important well, think, than your arrogance well, of like I, I don't that, want my show. Recorded. I think if you can be, I think if you can be trusting, trusting enough to know that people can keep their phones and not record the show, I mean, cool. But the reality, reality is that there are people that just want to record shit, you know. So I mean, I get it, like the whole accessible, you know, you want to be able to communicate with who you, especially you know, with kids and things of that nature. But I think the reality is that motherfuckers. Aren't gonna be fucking honest and not record shit. Um, so I, I see, I, I see the points. I see both sides. Um, well, I don't because let's look at the, let's look at each worst case scenario. If you're Chris Rock, your worst case scenario is that you have people in the stands who are gonna record your show and maybe upload it to YouTube. That's your worst case scenario. If that happens. All of your shows, all of a sudden, are people going to get refunds? Are you not going to have crowds? Uh, No. Your shows have sold out months in advance. The tickets are sold. People are going to come. It's just going to show up on HBO in the future. People are going to watch it. Your money's not going to get fucked up. 
is nothing other than vanity. Like, I just don't want people recording my shit. If that happens, nothing is not going to affect your money at all. On the flip side, worst case scenario for us as attendees is that you have your kid, you know, with somebody who's being, you know, who's a babysitter, and they're like, oh shit, some shit just popped off. Let me contact the parent. And now the parent's not contacted because your dumbass got people's phones locked up. So I mean, now yeah, something I mean, happens and there's nothing that can happen. And for what? Because you don't want your shit recorded? For what reason? Are you going to go broke because people aren't pe- people are recording your show? Like, I mean, I Chris think the, fucking rock. I think the worst case is, I mean, uh, worst, if, if, if you feel like, if you feel like that you, you, if you're in a situation where you have a, you have to have your phone locked or whatever for a reason, and you feel like you can't do it, I just don't go to the fucking show. Like, do you do you feel like you you you're at risk of risking the potential of not being able to be contacted versus seeing the show? Just don't see the shit. But like, all it really boils down to is like, if you're Chris Rock and you're thinking like, oh, if I don't do this, people are gonna be recording the show. People might Facebook Live it. People might. Put it on YouTube, whatever the case is. What's the worst that's going to happen to you is Chris Rock. Look at the absolute worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is that people are going to record it. They're going to Facebook Facebook it, whatever. Is that going to impact you in any way whatsoever? No. Because all that shit sells out in advance. People have already bought tickets. It's not like somebody bought a ticket and they're going to look at some grainy ass fucking 4 megapixel flip phone video and be like, oh, now I've seen the show. Let me get a refund on my ticket. And now Chris Rock goes out and performs and nobody's there. That's not going to fucking happen. Like, he's doing that shit. That shit is straight vanity to me, dog. Like, it's 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 pointless, dog. There's nothing that can come from that. It's just like, I just don't like it. That's all it boils down to is I'm Chris <laughs> Rock and I don't like it. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Fuck you. You don't like it. Who gives a fuck? Worst case scenario for us as attendees is that we can't be contacted if something happens. And there are far greater repercussions from that than I just don't like it. So that shit is so ignorant to me, dog. I'm so sick of this idea of people not being able to use their phones at shows. It's so vain by the performer. And it's pointless. And we suffer as attendees way more than the artist suffers because his shows are sold out far in advance. His money is is locked in stone. He's good. He's going to get his money. So why am I in a position where I'm paying you to perform, but now I'm in a position where I can't be contacted if anything pops off? Like, So your money is good, but in my real-life situation as a regular fucking person, <laughs> I can't fucking interact with anybody if something pops off because you just don't like it like you that, that's really all it is it's, there's no practical reason for it if he could say like if if people are recording my shows now it's not gonna sell out or now it's fucking up my money that's not gonna happen so it, all it really is, is i don't like it so now something pop off i'm fucked because you don't like it Fuck you. Who are you? You're just a regular fucking nigga. Like, if I see you, I can sock you in your jaw. You're just a regular fucking nigga. Like, you're nobody. You're nobody. You're just a fu- fucking famous person who does some shit and you make a whole lot of money. But it really boils down to it. You're just a regular human just like me. So if you're Chris Rock and you make a whole bunch of money and you're like, oh, this may fuck up my money. 
and I'm a regular person who pays you to perform for me. And now I can't be contacted. So if something happens, I'm unreachable. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, is this really boy? I'm a regular person. You a regular person. I'm going to fuck you up. And now we're in a situation where I'm suffering way more than you are just because of your vanity. And that doesn't sit well with me. Like, I, I hate that shit. It's, it's stupid. I, I hate this idea of people not being able to use their phones at venues. And you get artists like Beyonce or Solange who are like, put your phone down and just enjoy the show. Like, I can't do two things at once. Like, artists are giving way too much credibility. Like, they're, like, smart. Who goes to Solange they're not. shows, though? I don't know. Natural hair bitches. Who knows? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All that matters is the fact that they think that because they are performers and artists that somehow their opinion matters more than everybody else's. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. Like I if I record and really what it boils down to is that our opinions matter more because we are paying you to do what you do. Without us, you're nothing. You're getting your money from us. What everybody wanted, you know, like, I don't want to go now, you know. Yeah, and that's where I sit. Like, you, your, your success is contingent upon us being willing to pay you. So if I say I'm paying you to perform and I pull my phone out and I want to record it, I paid to see you do that. So don't tell me that I can't pull my phone out. I paid you. You don't tell me what you I can do. You didn't pay to record, though. You didn't huh? pay to record, though. You paid to see the show. You don't pay to record the show. But I paid to. I paid you to perform, and that's it. Not to tell me that I can't record it, that I can't bring my phone in, that I can't do this, I can't do this. Your job is to do what you do as an artist, which is sing, perform, dance, whatever. You do that. However I choose to take it in is my prerogative. If I choose to say... I'm going to watch it and record it. That's my prerogative. I paid you an an exorbitant amount of money to do what you do. You are an artist who is paid to do dancing, singing, whatever it is that you do. I pay you to do that. You make your living off of that shit. So if I choose to record it, that's my prerogative because what you do is irrelevant if I don't pay you to do it. So if I'm sitting here saying I'm going to record this, I pay $150 to sit here and watch you do that shit. Don't tell me that I can't sit here and do what I want to do because you just have some weird vanity where like, oh, you can't enjoy my show if you're recording at the same time. Yes, I can because one, I have eyes and two, I have an arm. So if I have an arm recording and have eyes to watch, I can watch you do what I paid you to do and also record it. Do what you fucking do. That's all you are paid to do. That's all as an artist that you do is... Put out your product. You have no right to tell me how I receive your product. I paid you to do it. Do it. And then don't tell me how I can receive it. I can receive it however the fuck I want because I paid you to do it. No, but no, but the, you're, you're receiving it and, and recording it and doing whatever. Cause my, my, my thoughts is that the, you're, if people, if, if for every 10 people that recorded it and it's nine people that puts it out and start selling videos of it. Like that's dumb. You, you. I'm trying to signal you to give me your lighter, and you're not catching. It. I, I thought you were doing like a. Phone. I'm trying to give you like this is a lighter signal. I'm like. I thought you were doing like a. So I, I thought you this. were doing like a phone, like you're like recording a video and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm 
like, is he taunting me about video recording or some shit? I'm like, I know what the fuck he was doing. I'm like, yeah, but whatever. We we talked about it last week, so I don't know if it has, but we um we 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 definitely share different ones, differences on that. But I mean, whatever. My thing if if if, well, if, if you don't point. if you don't if you don't if you don't like if no one if people don't like the the rules and state why even go to the show why even why just put your foot down and be like fuck it we're not paying for shows until you let us bring our phones in why even go to the show though there's no reason to go to the show if you don't like the rules that they have if they say we can't record and we're still going to buy tickets and going to be pissed off because we can't fucking uh, lighter what you mean it ain't working it's I don't know I'm, I'm getting like a weird it's it's too light of a too light of a light. Light as in it's a too light of a light. Too light of a light. Weird. I'm like, what's going on? But like, it's working. I don't get too it. Too faint of a light. Like, it's, it's not lighting it for me. But um, the idea of paying for it is, um, I'm not paying to get you to, uh, I don't know, tailor tailor my experience. Like, if you're Beyonce. And your your role as Beyonce is to perform. I'm gonna pay X amount of money to go see you perform. Why are you telling me how I need to take in your performance? Well, I think I think you've had I've I've seen those and heard about those artists where they encourage you not to use your phones to enjoy the show. That's a different. That's one story. And then you have the ones who don't want you videoing because of they're going to record it and do a Netflix or some shit. Those are two different ones, though. I get that to a degree, but like I said with Chris Rock, because he's a great example, because he has a tour forever. It's not like if I'm recording your show now, your money is fucked up. You're not recording the show. You're not recording it for the money if fucked every up. Every single body in that bitch is recording it. You still gonna cash out. Like if there's twenty thousand people in your show and all twenty thousand people are recording it, are you are your future shows now gonna gonna have nobody? What are there? they doing with the recordings? If Who cares? If every, that matters though. It if doesn't because all, the shows have already the, sold out. The people are gonna come regardless. <laughs> especially if you look at like especially if you look at the people who uh are active on the internet versus the people who aren't like it's not like everybody is on youtube like oh shit there's this pirated version of the chris rock show on youtube i can watch this instead of going to the show that's a small percentage of people there's still people who are just like who have no fucking clue what's going on and like i said they his shows are selling out months in advance the tickets are already sold. The money is already there. Like it's. I mean, it's, it. a, it's a slight. It's, I mean, the, the, it's a slight chance that people would not want to go to the show because they've seen content on the internet. But a the very reality, small chance. But, and is that paramount to the idea of the attendees being inaccessible? Like the, the two things don't compare. Like if everybody there is inaccessible, is that somehow better than the idea of? This handful of people who might say, oh, I saw the shit on YouTube. I'm not going to go no more. Like, he sold out months in advance. The tickets are sold. He's got his money. So what difference does it make if the people who are there record it? The shit's sold. Like, is, the people are going to come. I, I, it's, it's dumb to me, man. And There's so many people who act like you can't enjoy a show 
and have your phone out at the same time. Like, don't record my shit. No, and I, I, I don't describe that. I don't subscribe to that. That 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 notion that you can't um, enjoy it. I, that's definitely not my my argument. This is with fun. It. But <laughs> yeah, I, my thing is if 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 I feel like I I, I got to go somewhere and I feel like I need to be able to communicate and I can't, I'm just not gonna go. But why? You shouldn't have to not be able to communicate. You should be able to go. I don't think I need to. I don't think I need to see that. I don't think I need to. Why does Chris Hart have to tell you you can't communicate? I don't think I need to see that person that bad where I gotta feel like I gotta communicate, but I can't, so I'm gonna endure it or or sneak or some shit. I'm just like fuck it. I'm not gonna see it. So would you do that though? Like say say you were me, right? And you had tickets to Chris Rock, and I bought my tickets in 2016, like a long ass time ago, right? And you find out that you can't bring your phone. You like that's if I feel, dumb. Well, I'm no. not gonna go. But well, like, no, would you not I, go? But, but, but no, because I wouldn't. I would be fine with that. But then again, I don't have young kids. I don't have to be. I don't have to be accessible for you know 24 hours a day or whatever. If I had My kids, example is extreme, but but you're using the extreme to justify it though. But even in your example, of, it, with of, you with no kids, if you bought Chris Rock tickets in November 2016, and then you find out. The day before the show that you can't bring your phone in, are you gonna be like, oh, I can't bring my phone in. I need to be no because I'm not I don't go no. No more. because I don't I don't I don't see a problem with it. Well, you don't see a problem with it, but does that mean there isn't a problem with it? There's yeah. still a problem with that. For me, I don't because I I don't feel the need. I, if they say you can't have your phone recorded, I get it, and I'm like cool. I don't have to have my phone, but I think we own two. Two further, you know, edges of the world with the with with, with the. Uh, so why situation. do you think it's okay? Why I think it's okay for what? To not have a phone? Yeah. Because of record, I think it's because of recordings. I don't think it's vanity. I think it's fact. But you know, your thing is that people can record, and if they show it, I think it's going to make an impact at some point. If everybody has, because they're telling the same fucking jokes. They're not doing any different show. They're doing the same jokes. So if they keep seeing if he has like the the one of the whatever the like the highlight of his jokes or whatever, and that's constantly show on TV or YouTube or something like that. It may not affect close shows, but a month down the line or viewership on Netflix or something because you've seen the best shit. Well, stand outside yourself. So <laughs> that that sounds weird, but like you're. No, per- I get it. Stand outside of your personal situation, right? If you, how can you relate to the idea of a guy saying, "I don't want phones in my show because it'll get recorded"? Think of the other, however many thousands of people who are not in your situation, who may need their phones for whatever degree. Yeah, is I think that, I, I think like, for that paramount it, to the idea of like I mean I just don't want my show recorded. No, no, and I and I get it. I just wonder like you know is the chance do the chances of anything because I'd be opposed do, to it whether I had kids or not. Do the chances of things going wrong could happen in that two hour period versus the whole day? Like but what's the more wrong? The idea of your your show leaking to the internet when you get paid regardless, or the Thousands and thousands of people who are at your show who are inaccessible, which is worse. I just feel like if I if, if I'm in a situation where I can't use my phone, then I think, is it worth going if I can't use my phone? Why do I need to even go? But but why would you not go because of something stupid like that? Like that's a situation where it's like you should be able to go. Like, why would you think like, okay, well, they have this 
uh, rule that I think is dumb, so I don't need to go that bad. Like, yeah, that's a dumbass rule, though. I just feel like I don't like, know. <laughs> it's hard. Go for a dumbass rule like that. It's hard. It's hard to, to explain it because I feel like it's just it's 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 more simpler to me. I guess it's just if I feel like it's going to be that much of an inconvenience, I'm like fuck it. I'm just not gonna go. I don't have to see the show. I don't. I don't. At that point, I'm not even valuing the show no more because I think I'm valuing the fact of being able to see my have my phone. That's and if true. I can't have my phone, I'm like fuck it. I don't want to go. That's true. But do you think that that's valid? Like, I mean, I understand that you feel like it's it's. I I, I get your point, but at the same time, is that a situation that makes sense? Like, I don't think now it, you don't go, and for what? I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it totally. Totally makes sense that you can't have your phones, but I I get the rule. I don't know. I just like fuck it. I don't have to go. I I I'll, I'll just sit this one out. Like, is the entertainment of that really gonna gonna uh be more than me being uncomfortable because I can't communicate? So if you sit it out, are you gonna feel salty about it? Because I will feel. I mean, in in your situation, I may and I may say, feel I gotta, and I I'll, may feel I'm like in the future I'd rather have my phone. Are you going to sit there and be like, now I'm sending this out because I'd rather have my phone, but why do I have to sit this out because I'd rather have my phone? That's a dumbass reason. So are you, I mean, but, but then it's out. like, are, do you regret, do you regret not seeing the show more so than being able to be accessible? Do you say, well, I'm glad I was, you know, I didn't go because some shit could have popped off. Versus- and I would sit there and be like, that was a dumbass reason. Like I'd have to sit it out if I chose to sit it out for that reason, I'd be like, "Fuck Chris Rock," because that's a dumbass. I would probably be. I would probably be more pissed that I set it out and nothing happened. Like no one called me with an emergency. Nothing shit. You know, phone dry. You know, I just sit. You leave your phone at home and you think you got eight calls, twenty texts, <laughs> and you get home and nobody calls you but your mama and shit just to say yeah, hi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I I I I, I figure, are you? Are you? Do you value more of just being entertained, or do you value more being accessible? And if you can't be accessible, is it really worth going? Whether it's a dumb rule or not, is it worth going? Yeah. See, I look at it as like, I get your, is it worth going? But I also look at it like, why do I have to make this decision? Because this is a dumbass rule. Right. And so I, it's, and like, it's not where it might not be worth going in your scenario, but at the same time, I'm like. Now I'm not going for a dumb fucking reason. <laughs> so, but it, and then it's like it's a reason you can't change unless people are just in the future stop buying tickets until they you figure out. You can't change out. it, but it's still dumb. I mean, no, and that <laughs> doesn't change the fact that it's uh, dumb. I'm just saying in the future for shows, if so, if this becomes a standard for Ooh, future shows, next year, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, uh, Whatever the names of comedy, you know what I'm saying, start touring next year, and they put that out now, that that's going to be the rule. If people keep buying tickets, that's their fucking fault. If yeah, they, at that point, yes. I, I would agree with that. Or future shows. I mean, he got shows, shows this Friday, August, September, that may have been bought yet. If people feel like that's not the, they don't want to do that shit, stop buying the fucking tickets until they you know, change it where you can. I can get with that. I can get with that. Like I, I could see that happening. Like if that becomes a trend, I might be like, you know what? I'm not gonna go to fi- go to your fucking show ticket, anymore. Ticket sales start going down, and then they start figuring, you know what? This is stupid. We don't, we shouldn't do this shit over the case or whatever. Yeah, I can get with I can get with that. Yeah, yeah because if it hits their pockets, then because ultimately it's sales. Like you say, these shows are sold out anyway, so people are gonna go regardless. They got their money mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. You but should have been done. They should have let that be. 
sale. Hey. Yeah, and I did not know. Like, I bought these tickets months and months and months in advance. And it's not to say, even if I knew about that rule, I probably still would have bought tickets. But I also would have complained about how dumb it is to get my fucking phone in because I just don't like dumb shit. Right. And that, to me, is dumb shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a situation where you're not looking at the big picture as an artist. You're You're looking at how it affects you personally when it really doesn't. And it's just dumb. I would probably still have bought tickets in that scenario, but moving forward, if that became a trend, I'd probably be like, you know what? I'm going to stop supporting you because you're too fucking dumb, and you don't deserve my money at this point. Right. And, 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 and I think that's one of the things of just of just service of different places. Like, I hate the, like, for instance, and this is a smaller scale, but I hate the service at the fucking Burger King by your house. I absolutely <laughs> hate that shit. Okay, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Explain this shit. It's the hood. Because you look at burger. I hate the service by your burger. It's just what? It's, it's it, not, looks nice. it looks nice, but it's right. the it's the yeah. worst service Burger King ever I've ever been to by far. Which Burger King is right this? down on Warren? Um, oh, right before like the it. one down. Yeah, worst one ever by, by the fucking uh, car wash and shit. Yeah, yeah. worst yeah. one ever. Worst one ever. But I've I was go, there. but I was going to uh, <laughs> I was about to go to class and I, it was nothing because it was in between here and class one shit I could grab to eat. Yeah. So I stopped there. Hood shit all going on in there. And I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? But I spent my money there and they keep fucking they keep getting business. But if I stop fucking going there, people stop going there, they gotta change their ways. They gotta <laughs> figure that, you know, why why is no one coming here? We done built this nice ass fucking store up and it's the same shitty ass workers when it was the old built up state. So it's like if we support if we support shit that's doing shitty business, we're not helping them. We're not helping we're not helping the service get better. Right. So we keep supporting this shit. It, it just is it's not gonna get better. You know, that's like you know a couple years ago when they was you know talking about the lions and people were complaining like you know the lions ain't shit. But it was like that bitch was selling out every fucking week. So you selling out every. What's your incentive to do better if you're not losing out on your money? You know what I'm saying? If service ain't gonna be good, if you're not gonna put players to win, whatever the case, we're putting money into shit that's fucked up. And then we complain in private, and that's not helping the situation and shit. So, yeah, I hate that fucking um, Burger King. God, I hate that fucking Burger King. I feel like you got got stories. (laughs) No, man. You uh, drive up, you place your order, you pull up to the window, then say, hey, can you back up and pull back up? I already talked about that shit, though. Because of the time. I guess it's time. What do you mean? It back- wait, wait. You haven't seen that shit? No, 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 no. no. That's what? a Burger King thing, dude. What? So, 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 if you go and place your order for your food, right? And you're in a drive through. drive up to the window, right? Right. You get all the way up there, you pay for your shit or whatever. Then they ask, can you back up or pull What are you backing up for? And then come back to the window. It resets their timer. What? Yeah. I've never seen that. You got a certain amount it's, of time. Dog, it's a, never it's, dog, it's, a, it's a Burger King thing, dog. Like, you ain't seen that shit? I've never dog, had that happen, crazy. Dog. Go to the drive-thru. Go to the drive-thru. Any no, because I'm not backing up. I'm not. I'm staying there. Any, I'm, bur- any Burger King, right? So, like, so you go you go up in there, right? And you, um. <laughs> I've never seen this. Is dog, it's a thing, dog. It's every Burger King, man. So, like, they got a thing where I guess, like, they have a timer where they got to uh, complete an order in a, a certain amount of time, right? So, if, if there's a line. They'll be like, uh, can you leave from the window and like pull back around? 
so it like resets some sort of timer. Oh hell! For them nah. like to complete the order. Fuck that. That nah. is a Burger King thing, dog. I've never experienced that, dog. Dog, that, you go. But then again, I think about it. I I don't really go into Burger King drive 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 throughs much. I usually just go dog, in. Dog, it is a thing, dog. Nah, fuck that. I'm asking questions, dog. I'm be like, why why am I moving? I did. I asked. I was what like, they say? Why? Because like. There's did a they, did they stay the timing thing? Dog, let's dog. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about it, but I was like, no, it's kind of dumb. Let me just talk about it. But since Batista brought it up, yeah. let's talk about it. So, like, I went to a Burger King, right? So, you go through, you order, you pull up to the window, right? If your order is not ready right then, they want you to leave from the window because they got some kind of, I guess, I guess some, like, timing thing, right? So, they, the, the one that was craziest for me, right, there was nobody behind me. So I pulled up, and I guess my food wasn't ready, and they were like, "Can you pull up and then pull back and then back up?" I'm like, "What? What?" And they're like, "We have a timer where uh, we have to complete an order in a certain amount of time, and it's, I guess, like if you leave and come back, it resets whatever time it is, so it's almost like it's a new order or some shit." But here's the concept: complete my shit in the fucking time, and you wouldn't have to do this shit. Oh, dog, are you serious? Yeah. I can't I can't wait to think like I've seen it at multiple burger nah. It's a Burger King thing, Fuck dog. That, dog. I'm not. I refuse. I Look, refuse. The Burger King that you talking about? Yeah. That one? Because it has like a a, yeah. a a driver that goes around the, the, the place. building and shit. They were like, I went up, I pulled up to the window, and they were like, they they didn't say your order's not ready yet, but that was the idea. They were like, Can you pull through the drive thru and come back around? And it would get, and I I went through the whole thing, pulled back around, and they gave me my order. It was like a thing where it's like it reset some sort of like hell order timer, no, dog. fuck that. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what are you talking about? No, hell no, no. <laughs> hell no. Oh, this is crazy. Hell dog. no, absolutely not. I, I, and I want to go to a birth. I'm going to one this weekend. Do it, I, dog. I, they they be they, what they asked me to back up one time. They were like, okay, your order's not ready yet. Can you back up? And then pull back up again. <laughs> Nigga, a matter of fact, crazy, matter of fact, when I get in the drive-thru, when I get up there, I'm cutting my car off. I'm dropping my keys on the floor. <laughs> Fuck that. That's crazy. So, this is so and, weird, So instead of, instead, of, instead of speeding up your fucking time and fixing my order right, I got to pull through so your, your timer... Nah, hell no. <laughs> Go up there tomorrow, dog. No. Go up there tomorrow. I'm more laughing is the fact that you don't know about this shit. No, I'm not. He's sitting here like, yeah, that's, they yeah. do that now. Nah, fuck that, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> that is fucking insane. This is so funny, dog. They're like, can you pull back and then pull back up? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, we need to reset our timer because we got this thing and no. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. That's just crazy, dog. No, absolutely not, dog. I refuse. <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny, dog. I refuse. No, I'm ne- <laughs> dog. That one, that one over here, they made me wind around the whole fucking complex, dog. <laughs> like, can you go out and then come all the way back around through the drive-thru? And there was nobody there. There was nobody behind me. They just made me just go, like, wind all the way around and come back again oh, like it was dude. a new order and shit. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny, they dog. They lowered the drive-through time by doing a countdown timer at Burger King. Mm-hmm. Dude, no, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That shit is so fucking funny. I'm, 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 
laugh at the fact that you just don't know about it. Dude, never <laughs> this seen is so it. so funny dog. to be done. Never, <laughs> never. I was just so, about to so, talk about that shit. I was like, this nigga's probably don't even know about that shit. Make us pull off to the side <laughs> to cheat the timer. Yeah. <laughs> it's an employee of Burke King. Hey, 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 I'm read not fucking with this shit. Hold on. Let me actually it, yeah. click it to let you guys know what it says. Yeah, read it. Read it. <clears throat> oh, man. I'm ready to laugh. <laughs> if an employee of Burger King or other fast food drive throughs ever asks you to back up before pulling forward, they're most likely attempting to reset the timer sensors so that it appears you're being served faster. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Ass, I'm not. I refuse. I can't believe you I see that shit, dog. Refuse. I don't even go to Burger King, dog. I, every time I go there, they do that shit. Nah. And it it's so crazy. Like one time I went there, and it was literally like they made me pull up a car length and then back back up. It was like, can you pull up and then back back up? I'm like, what? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. Rec- <laughs> I, you know what? I, oh man, I gotta re- I gotta record this when I do it too. Ask for some uh, free fries then if they take it. You gotta give me something, dude. Nah. If they don't give me a. It's if, not even a long wait. If they don't at least give me a burger, I'm not doing it. It's like, not even a long a, wait. They're just no. like, can you pull up and then pull back? Like, it's, no. it's literally like a timer reset. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not, dog. No, this shit is so funny. I'm not, dog. I'm not doing it, dog. I'm not doing it. I, I refuse, dog. Like I get mad, and I've had this up. And every time, it, every time it's happened, and it's happened a few times that I would, I would regret it. But have you ever had a time when you at a, maybe it happens at drive-throughs a lot, where say your change is like two dollars and two cent or something, and they say they don't have no pennies, and I'd be like, all right, cool. And I'm like, why am I fucking am I giving them my two pennies? Like, right. give me a nickel. Me that a shit nickel. happens all. That shit, that shit used to happen all the time to me. And I'd be like, I think I'm more mad about the two cent than fucking pulling up and pulling back. Like, why do I have to like not get no money back? Why can't you just give me a nickel? Why can't you be short three cent versus right. me short two cent? But no, I'm not doing it. And I'm recording next time I go. <laughs> Oh I'm man, this is so funny, dog. I didn't know you didn't I'm, know about that shit, dog. Dog, I'm not. I am so this not. This is so funny. I mean, dog. I've had to pull up if my, you know, my food isn't ready, and they come and bring the food, and the next person pull up. No, but that's a whole different thing. Dog, yeah, this thing is be like, <laughs> the first time I experienced it, they were like, "Can you pull up and then pull back?" It was like, like literally, like go if up. If you can't sacrifice back. a whole burger, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. Fuck that. No, 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 no. So now I can be like, uh, compared to the Chris Rock shit, like, which is worse? Like, <laughs> like are you, uh, but, but, is it worth it to, to, it worth to fight it? it? <laughs> or is it worth it to, uh, just, just, pull, I guess, my, pull I, guess, pull I, back? guess I guess my, my big, my big beef with that is that. No pun intended. No, right, exactly. <laughs> At Burger King. My, 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 my big flame broil beef my, with it. My issue, my issue is that. You're not even trying to improve your time service. Like, why aren't you fighting the fact that maybe how long that takes is unreasonable? <laughs> like, you're not fighting that it's unreasonable. That's what it is. You you stay at the fucking draft. Hey, 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 oh, why don't you just not? Why don't you just not go to Burger King? I mean, that. 
not. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm, making, I'm making the same point you made about the Chris Rock shit. No, you no, like, no. why did you just not go to the show? That's, that's way different, dog. That's fucking why way different. Why did you just different. not get Burger King, dog? I, I, I could go without Burger King, but I gotta, I gotta, it gotta happen to me. It gotta happen to me at first before I make that decision. But dog, I'm so not funny, leaving. Dog. I'm not leaving, and I'm recording the shit too. Why did you just not get Burger King? Nah, dog? I, I got, either I either gotta hold. I gotta figure out. I just need to figure out how to position my phone, or I gotta have somebody with me. But man, we need to make a field trip out of this. Dog, that gotta happen, dog. I'm, I've never experienced that. <laughs> I've experienced go it. No one that's in the line, just us. When I went, it was a couple months ago, and I was like, this is weird. I, I thought it was just that one Burger King. And then I went to the one y'all were talking about, the one on Warren. And they did the same shit. This, that's the one that made me loop around. And I'm like, this is just a Burger King thing now. <laughs> like, it, it, it wasn't just this one. It was That's a Burger King thing. Man, what the <laughs> fuck, dog? Oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm oh, that was great. I'm I had shocked. no idea. And I was sitting here when you were talking about it. I'm like, man, I'm like, I was, I was like, let me talk about that, that Burger King pull up and pull back shit. And I was like, well, no, they probably don't even know about that shit. I'm not gonna say shit. <laughs> but Batista brought it up. I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. talk about that shit. <sighs> Man, let's close. Close out. I, I, yeah, I'm done. I'm 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 totally out done. I'm done. I'm done with the podcast today. I'm done with Burger King. I'm I'm done with Chris Rock. I'm done with everything. I cannot believe that's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing as fuck, dog. <laughs> you got anything else? I did, but we're at an hour and a half, so I don't need to mention it. I was gonna talk about the video that uh, Jeff Edmondson sent. Uh, Emerson sent us. Is it time sensitive as far as the, the, the. No. Okay, well, fuck it. We can do it next week then. Yeah, we can uh, talk about it next week. All right, well. Uh, the overtime pay. Have you guys heard about that? Wait, oh, no. What? If you're working over your hours, if you work 40 plus hours, mm-hmm. they're talking about not getting the time and they have and pushing it somewhere else around, meaning like you might get straight pay. But they offer you like a day off or some old bullshit. But basically, it's just to, to not have to pay you overtime pay. So you know, say you work extra hours, maybe the end of the week, they make that you get off early or some shit, so you don't get your overtime pay. Oh, okay, that's just Trump being Trump. That's just stupid. Um, I don't understand. How can you? How how would you? Why would you want to? fuck up the working class like that the people who probably work who most likely works overtime needs to fucking shit yeah, exactly and i understand how you put so much power into the hands of employers where they have all the power fucking anyway yeah i haven't read much on it but i think it's bullshit i i mean yeah if you're not making the money you want to make and you get overtime you actually want that shit that's dumb but yeah i need to do more research on it we'll probably talk about it next week then um but uh, other than that, uh, I guess as always, I you was go- going to Burger King next week. Dog. I think I'm going sometime tomorrow. I'm going between <laughs> now and next week for sure. Uh, <laughs> you can email us at uh, one of the podcast at gmail. Uh, Better gas up. You got to make some rounds. <laughs> uh, a Twitter page is at one of the podcasts or uh, Michael underscore Aaron or blame Otis. And uh, thanks for uh, listening for the past three years. And yeah, we haven't really talked about that that much, but yeah. Much Thanks appreciated. for supporting us for the last three years for the half of people who have. Yeah, all four of y'all. Um, much appreciated. <laughs> right. um, and then, uh, yeah, the question, like I said, hit us up uh, and we'll be back uh, most likely next week.
<laughs> Most likely, yeah. yeah. We will we will be back next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace.